Southgate Fantasy League Podcast. Hello and welcome to Southgate Fantasy League Podcast coming at you and it's far better tonight. We're not stuck with one person on their own, the solo man. We've got a full, full packed house tonight and we're going to start off with the co-host. He's a contender at the moment, Keelan Story. How are we going, mate? Just uh, going very nicely. I'm slowly uh, mowing down Greg Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Norman and starting the Saudi league. And speaking of Greg Norman in the co-co host chair, uh, it's looking exceptionally comfy as usual. Emilio, how's the throne at the moment, mate? Oh, it's, it's excellent. You know, got my head way above water. I'm not treading water like Everton, so I'm just way ahead. If I can get around the toffs. Did, uh, did scrape one, didn't they? They're uh, up and about. Speaking of the toffs, there's the segue into who we've got joining us finally. It's been a long time coming this season. Just been meandering in the middle of the table, copping the bit of abuse from Benny every now and then. But here we go. Scotty Miller with us up and about. Thank you, Brian. Long time between drinks, but uh, it's good. And uh, I think my title chances are uh, back on track. <laughs> yeah look it is very very much a two horse race at this point i'm not sure mathematically if it's is it still possible for me or ben it might be mathematically um yeah i'm not ben can can, but i can't so oh no your goal difference you can get there too okay so mathematically still possible but really it's down to two guys and they've joined us tonight and that was always the aim with you know three game weeks to go um, a big opportunity to hear the words from the two contenders and how they're tracking. And, um, you know, that extends also to the Champions League and the Mato Bet Cup as well. Um, we can have a chat about that later when we review. But we always start off with some munching on words, some eating of words from last week's pod. And it was, it was just me. So I guess the question is, is there anything um, you want me to munch on? I know, Keelan, before you were saying to me about um, I had you munch words last week for trying to pretend that you weren't also in on giving Emilio worst coach of the week. You thought that that wasn't uh, that wasn't quite fair. Well, I'll, I'll munch on the specific words of well deserved because I'll munch on that. <laughs> it was funny that he got it, but it was definitely not deserved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you that, but disgrace. Uh, <laughs> What are your thoughts on that uh, on that worst coach of the week, uh, Elmo? Well, I think I mentioned it in the, the last week's pod. Yeah, you were very Absolutely. fucking emotional. I had to I had to get a new pair of glasses from Specsavers after listening to that pod. <laughs> I did give warning that it was going to happen, and I shared my thoughts on last week's pod. So if you, if you want to hear my thoughts, play it back. Oh. <laughs> It was brief. Your, your words were brief. It definitely wasn't, um, you know, four minutes of you just talking straight in a row. Um, that definitely, you know, coming from me, that's, you know, who spoke for 16 minutes straight, basically. Um, it was well appreciated having anything to go on. So I do appreciate it. But um, in terms of uh, munching on words, look, I did want to bring up something, Emilio. Your trading, you left it like I think you had one trade done for the season and then just went bang, 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 bang and have traded half your team out in the space of a week. Are there any that you regret right now? I'm what I want to just, in terms of munching on words, are there any you're regretting already looking at your team? Uh, I don't regret 
and well, too many of them currently obviously because Arnold didn't play that. If I lost this game week, then I would have been regretting quite a few of the trades. But I didn't lose this game week, so it was all good. But um, it's all fine. I'm kind of, it's all good. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of happy Christian turned down Gabriel Jesus for Jamie Bardi because Jesus scored me like eight points, I think. So um, I'm kind of glad he turned him down. So that's out of all of the <laughs> trades, but that, that's the only winner for me, keeping Jesus. Yeah, okay. Well, that's handy that that one worked out for you, I guess. And as you said, you didn't lose, so you're all good. You're tracking okay. And I guess we've already started having a look at some of the results. So we may as well jump to it unless there's anything anyone wants to bring up. Oh, Scott would have surely about six pods worth of people munching their words. He's just been fucking obliterated for the last six weeks. Yeah, look, Scott, I'm not sure if you have heard any of the pods, but Benny in particular made a comment a few weeks ago where he said, is Scott irrelevant in the league, basically, at this point? He's floundering down towards the bottom again. Um, he's had a couple of bad seasons. Is he just about irrelevant? I brought up the point that your goal difference at that point was better than Ben's. He was just higher on the ladder. Um, but I was just wondering from your perspective, it was another dip from him at you, you know, knife in the back type stuff. Um, just wondering if he had a right or reply there. Yeah, well, as you say, Brian, my, my goal difference is good. I've been putting some scores up. Just the uh, just comes down to the fixture. I just got reamed by the fixture. Just got the wrong people at the wrong time. Um, a few bad selections here and there, but still putting up some decent scores and um, you know averaging around the forty or whatever most weeks. Generally, they get you a win, but not enough I mean, this season. But really. Benny, if any kind of fantasy that Benny gets into, he's non-successful. So he's probably the last person who should be throwing darts about who should be in and who should be out. Because yeah, oh he's had a crack at a few sports and he's yet to uh, raise a cup in any of them. So Fuck maybe you should focus hell. on a bit of that. <laughs> oh, wow. In any of them. Where's he? Oh, surely, surely this year's AFL fantasy is tracking okay though, right? Oh, yeah. Like most years, dominating. So. <laughs> Fuck me. I don't know what's worse the, the barb that went through fucking Steve Irwin's chest or what you just produced there Scotty Fuck me. But, oh, to be fair I'll, I'll preference that in uh, saying that I, I am a bit a few behind in the old pods so I don't know exactly what's been going on but, but just going off what you've just said there um, yeah I'm happy with the uh, that response we'll, we'll leave it there I suppose I don't know yeah, that's all right. You're just you're just taking on board my strategies for my students when they're getting cyberbullied, and that's turn off the device. It's that simple. Just don't listen to the mm-hmm. pod if you're worried about the cyberbullying, and uh, you've used that strategy well. It seems like. So. Yeah. Look, it's gone well. I've been busy, and sometimes you just can't get to those things. Yeah. Chris <laughs> uses the same strategy um, he has for the entire length of the three seasons of the mm-hmm. pod's been going. So don't worry about it. And I don't know why I'm bothering to barb him down either because he's not going to listen. So we mm-hmm. need not worry. But um, let's get into it. Let's review some games. Um, the first game that we want to have a look at was my game, which was Alex's Amazon Prime and 69, 42 points. Actually a pretty good score this week, 42. But losing to me, 53 points um, been Salmon FC. I thought I was issuing for the coach of the week, but outdone this week. But if we look at Alex, um, same old story. Ward Prowse popping up for him with an assist again, I think from a corner, five <laughs> points. 
Um, Saka, it looks like, got an assist as well. So there's uh, four points for him. Rodrigo jumping up for that uh, goal for City and Iannaccio getting a goal as well. But uh, oh, De Gea also in goals getting seven points. The rest, you know, those Wolves defenders have really started dropping off. That's what was getting him quite a few points. The stat padding, they've really dropped off in the last month, haven't they? So not getting the points um, there across the board. And Mount with that result against Everton, um, not getting any points there either. So 42 points was competitive. Um, yeah, would have beaten quite a few teams this week, but unfortunately for him, he came up against uh, the power pairing from Tottenham of Son and Kane. Um, play of the week type stuff again, just pops up. Son puts a corner in, Kane scores, and then Son just goes and buries two more himself for 19 points. Um, and unlucky for him, Fernandez, he needed to make it up for me after fucking losing me the game against Keelan last round. So um, eight points, getting the job done. Um, for me there, it really wasn't, it was really spread thin for me. Martinez getting seven points, but otherwise, geez, some garbage scores in there. Um, Who would I pick in? McGinn, I was hoping against Norwich would do something, but geez, they really struggled even as well. So, um, yeah, not many points there other than those ones, but 53 with Son carrying is um, always good. It was that sort of week. One player can get you the job done, it seems like, in a, a bit lower scoring across the board. So, um, good for my boys. Mathematically possible, going to win the championship. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I did notice that uh, Ronaldo took the penalty for Man United this week. Yeah, so he fucking should. I don't want to see Fernandez near a ball ever again, to be honest, let alone yeah. Naughty is still one sitting 12 yards out. Um, I just oh. hate him. I really hate him. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Let's get to the next Ow. That was... <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the next game. We had the Frozen Asset Sale Christian's team, 27 points, taking on Party Like a Clop Star, Ben's team, 34 points. Scotty, you happen to be there um, listening to a pod from seven weeks ago, but also watching this game. Um, tell us how it unfolded. Well, I didn't actually make the trip there, Brian. I um, decided to stay home and uh, view it via a very, very scratchy... <laughs> Um, Zoom connection because it was um, tipped to be a bit of a snore fest and it's what it turned out to be, just low scoring, uh, not much happening and um, yeah, put a few to sleep. But uh, score-wise, um, Benny with the 34 versus Christian, who's pretty much given up and is on 27. So is it only one by seven points against um, someone who isn't even trying. So I look at Benny's 34. Um only Matty Pin defence gave him six. The rest pretty rubbish. Um, the Liverpool players, apart from Matty, Diaz and Mane were ordinary three and two. Still, he didn't do much. Um, his man Adams has come back down to earth quite I'm nicely. Ronaldo in. with the seven. So, um, yeah, nothing really to uh, rave about there. Uh, ones and twos and some threes. Um, and then the, the six and seven. So 34, not a great score, but gets the uh, choppies and keeps him in the race. But I just, I don't think he's going to get it done, to be honest. So we'll have a look at Christians, 27. Uh, he brought in Cody, who got donuts, who had been playing pretty well. Um, Sanchez, six in goal. Cucharella six. Um his midfield let him down. Uh, Zaha with the six, but the rest were 
two twos, a one, and De, De Bruyne. No, nah, didn't even get on the ground. I don't think did he. No, nah, zero nah. minutes. And Vardy and uh, Warner, Warner coming up against the powerhouse of Pickford. Um, he was never going to post the score, so um, he was uh, clutching for straws there and uh, 27 points. Um, I don't think he really cares anymore, and um, I don't think this uh, result would have uh, lost him any sleep. So, then he walks <laughs> away with a, a pretty uh, mundane win. Yeah, Betty's pretty lucky that De Bruyne didn't play. De Bruyne's last few weeks, he went 9-6, So he's been on an absolute heater. The only person scoring for Christian. Um, and then no good here. So, yeah, he'll be disappointed, Christian, that he didn't and, play. But as he said, he probably didn't lose any sleep at all. And having no, nothing on the bench uh, for Christian uh, to cover his anyone didn't really help. So... Well, the problem with Christian is he's is he's is he sanctioned. He can't make any trades. That's the problem. He's been sanctioned, uh, you know, by 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 the Russian government, and um, he can't make any trades. So he's stuck with what he's got. So no trades, no fans, no home ground anymore. <laughs> he's lost everything, yeah. uh, and he's lost the will to bother changing his team most weeks as well. So yeah, definitely struggling and. Even faked having a wedding tonight just so he didn't have to come on the pod, didn't he? Yeah, that was one of the seriously worst excuses I've ever heard. <laughs> Wednesday night wedding. No, mate, you're better than that. Yeah, yeah. He's ran out of excuses to get back on the pod. Um, so he's just gone with a traditional wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's traditional. It's a Wednesday. It must be some weird cultural one, surely. It's, uh, yeah. In fairness, um, since this season's done, he needs to make some more trades. <laughs> he does. He, at the moment, he's just popping cards, isn't he? He's just costing people cards. I love it. How many has he got down? Oh, you're testing me now. Um, how about you start reviewing the next game, Keels, as uh, I have a look at that info. What is the next game here? Uh, it's me versus uh, a bit of a bogey team in Silothan. He's uh, he pushed me, um, but you know I just snuck home with the win, thirty nine points to thirty five. Have a look at Nick's side. Um, I was going into that last game of the game week, and I just knew Lindelof was playing. He got a clean sheet. I could just see him popping up and putting a goal in the back of the net too beat me and he just didn't do it because he's shit so fuck you Lindelof uh but six points so I don't know if after much worse he kept a clean sheet but you know uh didn't get him the win so um I'll I'll double down there uh Cash six points Martinelli Bowen in his midfield did well and that was it really the rest is twos and ones Sancho and Reguilon Reguilon injured <laughs> Okay, that's, that's a mouthful. You can, yeah. Can we have that again, please? Oh, I don't think I can. Can't get my <laughs> tongue out of my teeth. Uh, <laughs> I think he brought in Jimenez as well through a trade. So 35 points, not a bad effort, but uh, not good enough when you're coming up against the undefeated in 11 round solitarius lupus. Uh, just taking the piss at the moment. Uh, I was that confident of winning. I thought I'd put a minus one on the pitch with Tarkowski. Uh, he's close to going to the waivers. Fuck Burnley as well. Um, Cancelo five. Kula Seveski 
Uh, picked him up in a trade, but no, we won't get that mentioned, will we? Because I won a fucking trade, so that won't get mentioned. But uh, eight points off the bench. <laughs> and uh, look at that. In the, look at this forward line. Danny Ings. I think, how did Watson go this week? Uh, you rat, Emilio. Ings, eight points. What a man. He's got nine points. Like, we're not too good for that, Ings. Oh, did he? Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> 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 That's real disappointing. <laughs> I don't even have Gundogan anymore. <laughs> no, but uh, the the bull, he's I think he's on the barbed wire at the moment. But the bull is back. Richarlison put the ball in the back of the net against the Chelsea. Oh man, what a man! Eight points, thirty-nine points. Great win up the top. Week we're staying up. Fuck you, Emilio. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a that was a very emotional review of. Uh, it was a tight game, in fairness, and I was hoping Nick could do the job, but all in all, he couldn't. And um, this is sort of to me just to continue, which uh, we'll go into the next game review, which is myself against uh, the season two winner. So it's the battle of the champions, really, isn't it, Keelan? Season one versus season two. Hopefully, you're not going to be season three anyway, because I'll probably will be season three. And, and this is being recorded, so this could be an eat my words moment, but who knows? Someone's got to have confidence. <laughs> so we'll go into it with the, uh, the season two champion, Kieran Douglas. He has been struggling this year. His targets changed probably a few games of the season when he was just couldn't get top four, so he was aiming for the Europa League spots. And now he's going to rain for the Europa League spots. And if he's not careful, he could be joining um, good old Duncan in the G League. So uh, he needs to definitely get some more points on the foot. But I'll, I'll go into his team now. He had uh, Ruben Diaz, got him a solid 12 points in a 4 0 win away at City. Got a clean sheet, bonus, and assist. So that's, that weren't too bad. And that was by, I'm afraid. That was 12 of his 26 points. <laughs> it's 14 points to the other 10 players. That is, there's nothing else yeah, to there review. There is nothing to review there, is there? It's <laughs> seriously bad. It, it was like twos and ones. And yeah, and wait till I review my team. It's going to give you more embarrassing as well. So, um, so here we go. Again, uh, I got 43 points in total. And I had three zeros in my team. That's a disgrace. <laughs> so three people didn't play. So that's why he needs to take a, a long look in the mirror. Um, with his team and uh, definitely do it. And this is after I did like trades as well and I still beat him with eight players. So again, Kieran, I wouldn't have known, sorry. Um, yeah, we had Alison consistent as always with nine. Yotta got me an assist with the five. Coutinho hasn't done much recently. Which again, I might have to eat my words with him that was bigging him up the past few weeks. And again, consistent forward line, Jesus eight, then the man. Like, well, okay, even if I did trade me the week, I still would have beaten Kieran anyway, so it would have been okay. And then Watkins, who scored more than Danny Ings uh, for the audience there, he got nine points rather than eight. So who's won that fucking trade? <laughs> you know, rat? Yeah, well, I can see Madison scored well, so I think I did all right there, actually. Who did you um, get? Yeah, again? But, or something. Yeah, but he's shipped off, and I've got Gallagher in his place. So. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, obviously the Pep Roulette. He, as we mentioned earlier, he didn't play De Bruyne. 
and he didn't play Mares either. And I actually don't know why Madison didn't play. Maybe they're resting him for their European, sorry, their Europa Conference game, Conference League, whatever it is that. Yeah, I think... maybe in a few years' time, you know, if they're lucky. Um, yeah, apart from that, there's a solid performance on the boys. We're just going to keep on going. Top now, and uh, we've got Greg. Famous. <laughs> Greg said that at the British Open as well, I think. In fact, so did Gerard. I think he said he wasn't going to slip either. Yeah, that's why, that's, that's why I said it, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you um, flipping between Gomez and um, Samikas, however you say oh, his name, Elmo? Yeah, so I was thinking, because I, I, I thought Klopp was going to rest someone because of the Villarreal game, and I wasn't too sure whether he was going to rest both Arnold and Robertson. Or just one of them, and then it turns out he did one of them. So I put Gomez in first, and then I took him Gomez would start right back um, if Arnold didn't. And then I was like, you know what? That Simcast is actually a decent left back, and then I put him in. But I made a mistake. I didn't realize he was ill during the week, and he had one training session, so he didn't go in. And Gomez did. So I would have got another six points if uh, I played Gomez. But yeah, that was just bad judgment for myself. And uh, I'll, I'll admit that one. I yeah, just want the other panelists to take note of, of that uh, error. That was... No, that's, that's, a, that's a good pickup. I was actually going to mention that, but I forgot. Um, that's a great pickup from the man who hasn't listened to a pod in five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably lucky that Simakas didn't play, though, because um, then Newcastle would have scored and you wouldn't have got any points. Oh, nah. <laughs> no chance. What were your thoughts on the uh, on the game? By the way, I didn't get a chance to watch the night in Minnesota. I had to watch the highlights. So did you manage to watch the, the full game? Nah, look, it sounds like you did it pretty comfortably. I didn't get a chance to watch a full game either this week because I was out. The early one, finally, at a good time, and I was actually out. But um, it sounds like you did pretty comfortably. It doesn't seem like we yeah, undid you very often or anything like that. Created many clear cut chances. So um, we got a bit of work to do, but. Our, our form's been great. And to keep you only 1-0 suggests that we're in the game for huge chunks of time as well. So that's pretty handy, isn't it? I was going to say, you've, uh, he's, Eddie Hull's done a great job. Like, um, some other clubs oh, could take note, you know? Mate, put your dicks back in your pants. <laughs> 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 hey, Keelan, did you, did you watch the full evening game? I fucking did. I only put a hole through the wall when Richarlison put the ball in there. Fuck me, I was up in a bed. I didn't go to bed at 2am. I was too amped. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was I mean, nice. Fuck, man. Well, I'm I just glad had a feeling. Know. Usually yeah, I don't bother. So. On a work night especially, but I had a feeling we'd get a result. So I stayed up and sure enough, we got a result. Yeah, you did. You guys are good value, actually. I, um, I watched a fair chunk. It was pretty scrappy, though. There was lots of um, diving and flopping around. Chelsea was getting really annoyed. You could see they were getting really annoyed and starting to lose their cool and, like, acting out. And, yeah, they, they weren't very composed. So um, as, much as, we, as much as we win. sat back, but... When, when we counted, we, we actually created good chances. So, yeah, we could have scored a few more, to be honest. Even Rondon at the end had a nice chance when he was just, when I was just stuffing around. Yeah, fucking, the time. Fucking I, I genuinely may have woken up my neighbours if Rondon scored. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been not from celebrating, from laughing. Well, him, him and um, him and Deli Ali were electric at the end. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, 
they have to have they have the pace and they're right. just running rings right. around okay. the, the okay. chasing defense. Well, speaking of electric, because we got only a, a short amount of time. Speaking of electric. Going into the coach of the week, Scotty Miller, 55 points knocking off D's for Ben, coach of the week. Wait, uh, fantastic job. Well done. Hey, thanks, Brian. What a weekend it's been. The, the doggies got the job done. Archie sees his first game, first win. Stay up Sunday night. The Toffees, just a masterclass past Chelsea. And then the B team just absolutely demolished Chris. It was fantastic. And, you know, I've been putting a lot of effort into my team lately and it's really paid off. And uh, we've punched out a really credible score. So, you know, they things they say things come in threes and we? what a weekend. No, I'm loving your work, mate. Pretty dominant performance. Um, as you said there, you did dominate, Chris. Uh, 55 points to 37. Do you want to walk us through the finer details there? Um, no, dominant, as you said. I'll uh, have a look at Chris's team first. Um, you know, I kept a really close eye on it, but I'll need to have a look at the scores. <laughs> so just bear with me. Just got to get my mouse going as well, by the way. And make sure the clicker's working. Thank you. Yeah, the, the clicker. Because I haven't been on lately, I've had to oil her up. She was a bit stiff. But uh, <laughs> we'll have a look at Chris's team. What's he got? Edison in goal with six. Van Dyke, six. And uh, the rest, plenty of ones and twos. Foden with the nine and uh, the floaty man Trossard with an eight. But uh, apart from that, just your ones and twos. Um, his forward line let him down. Three up front, all got the one point each. It's just not good enough. You need to be slotting a few goals there to beat my team. So you'd probably want to work on that, Chris. I know you won't listen to this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So just <laughs> have a long hard look at yourself and uh, be better. We'll flip over been, to uh, filthy, my yeah, Scott. He hasn't looked at his side in about eight weeks. I reckon he's made about eight changes this week to try and knock you off. Yeah, I, I knew it was coming, but, you know, like when you come up against a gauntlet, you, you might as well just have saved your time. <laughs> anyway, uh, 55 of the best. Um, Ramsdale in goal. He's been letting me down this season, to be honest. I haven't been happy with him. I uh, missed a trick this week. The great man Pickford had him on the pine, and uh, you know I uh, I took a time out after this and saw the score, and uh, gave myself good talking to about doing that, but uh, it didn't affect the results. So we'll move on. Uh, Robertson at the back there. What a what a great trade this week. Tactical. I knew Alexander Arnold wasn't going to play, um, and when Robertson was on offer, boy did I jump at that. Thank you, Elmo. Uh, Gabrielle the 11, Tellez the 12. Um, me Tottenham boys let me down. Davies and Emerson Royale, they can go and get fucked. Uh, Jorginho, he's just a hack, just with the one. Uh, Rashford not playing, brought James on for the one. Alanga for the six, who's been pretty solid for me since I got him a couple of weeks ago. Pookie up the front, just puts points on the board every week, and uh. The great man Welbeck um, picked him up off the scrap eight a few weeks ago, and uh, he's been a little gold mine. So, as I said, Pickford with ten on the bench could have been a lot more. Could have broke the sixty barrier, but it wasn't required. And really, I didn't want to, uh, you know, make Chris cry anymore. So I've probably done him a favour, and uh, we walk away with victory. And uh, 
up from here. Three games to go. Haven't looked at the maths, but maybe not a chance, but we never know. Three wins, nine points. Could be knocking on the door. <laughs> Could Objection. be. <laughs> he said he brought Welbeck off the scrap heap, and that was a great addition. I brought Bednarek, who got 15 points, and that got me worst coach of the week. So um, I disagree with that point. Fucking hell, that's emotional. Wait, when did, oh, you, when did you bring Bednarek on? I got him off the scrap heap. Was when he we, in form? Was that like two weeks ago or something? It was, yeah. Were you coach of the week? Surely you were coach of the week or something that week, were you? No comment. <laughs> oh, so we did hear about it at the time because you were coach of the week. <laughs> so that's why it wasn't brought up. <laughs> and you were worse. <laughs> See, Scotty's allowed to say whatever he wants right now because he's coach of the week. <laughs> He's catch the week. <laughs> Did uh, didn't you drop Ben Direct this week anyway? He had no faith. What was that? Didn't you drop Ben Direct this week? I know, but my in my nature, if you score high points in me, it's still not safe. Yeah. Well, what about Libramento? How's he going? Fuck <laughs> Fuck. So we've psyched him out of Ben Direct as well. Not only. <laughs> Not only is he filthy about it, but we've got a psych out. He traded him straight out. Hasn't even backed him psych in. Out. Cash it in. He's gone. Anyway, stop trying to steal me thunder. Yeah, anyway. fucking hell. It's, it's, it's about Scott. Yeah. Mate. All right. Co car host, just chill out. Get back on board. He's, he's, he's still very emotional, Elmo, from last yes. week. He he's he's never going to live down this worst coach of the week, is he? He's not happy about it still. But uh, look, well back. Well back, you said even before, uh, or you, yeah, he's back from the dead, I think, isn't it? So, um, you know, he's definitely up and about. So, Scotty, tell us. Well, uh, I was going to say 11 and 7 in the last two weeks. What a jet. Absolute jet. Anyway. Tell us about the comparison this season to the last couple. Obviously, it hasn't been quite as successful. Um, well, actually, I think you, you tapered off the last couple of seasons anyway and didn't quite end as well. But there's been a couple of seasons where you've been right up there. Um, not the first one, but the second one you were right up there. This one has been more middle of the road most of the way through. What's, uh, what's been the difference of the longer season, do you feel like? Um, just, just juggling the players is... Um, like, who's going to get a game? Like, you look at the... I, I relied pretty heavily on some of the predicted teams and all that. And then a lot of them are junk. Like, you know, they, you pick up these players and then you end up with donuts everywhere. And, like, this week, the, um, Rashford was nearly a Monty to play and doesn't get a minute. So, just shit like that. No good. I mean, the season started okay. Had a win. Had a draw with you. Had another win, lost to Elmo, and then it went a bit downhill. Um, but the season started well and then just had a bad fixture through the middle rounds. But I've come home okay. Beat Kizra a couple of weeks ago, knocked off Chris this week. So it's not all bad. We're middle of the road. We're sitting fifth. Um, the goal difference is good. We're going to build into next season. Um, we've got, to, you know, the time on the off-season to, uh, to regroup and... Uh, getting some new players, and uh, we'll be thereabouts. Don't you worry about us. Hey, top half of the fixture at the moment, aren't you? You scrapped into fifth now, um, a point ahead of Chris, three ahead of uh, Nick with goal difference. So, 
Um, yeah, top half is always good. I've got Nick's this week. I'll knock him off. So I'll be 22 points, 717, probably 660 goal difference. You know, not bad. I'll be over 700 by the end of the season. And in my book, that's been successful. (laughs) Gilles, any questions for the uh, coach of the week? Yeah, pl- plenty of uh, risks taken, I, I think, uh, especially with Man United players. Tellers and Alanga off the scrap heap that's, uh, that's pulled in 18 points this week. Just uh, just talk them up a bit for us, will you? Oh, delicious. I think I picked up Tellers a couple of weeks ago. So, um, yeah, he's just, you know, I've, I've just got an eye for talent. So, I just... Just, um, just not Michael Keane. I've just... Uh, yeah, I just... I just scrape over the uh, the scrap heap and uh, man, I'm just they might as well call me the gold digger. So <laughs> fucking hell! Uh, I, I have a question for um, can oh, you explain oh, why Pickford is on the bench? Um, well, I just wanted to back in my man Ramsdale, you know, like and Pickett's been putting a bit of pressure on him, but he still hasn't quite done enough and. Uh, you know, I've already said it's an oversight, Elmo, so we don't need to go over the same ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do love I mean, the coach of the week where everyone starts raving the coach of the week, even though they've outscored everyone here. Speaking of Pickford, can you just explain your emotions when he pulled off the greatest save of season 2021-2022? Well, just Superman. To get from the other post, All the way over the other side, and then even what you said, I initially thought that he didn't get mm. enough on it. And I thought he carried it into the goal. So when How the fuck he saved it? And then the one in the face, like you know, incredible. It just I mean. The, the reaction after the save as well is walking around like Conor McGregor. I'm like, that is going to piss off so many people. And I fucking yeah. froth it. <laughs> but, um, Except yeah, then yeah, Conor McGregor just... has actual reach, doesn't he? Whereas um, Bigfoot's got the tiny little dinosaur arms. So. He, he had fucking yeah. plenty of reach in those dinosaur arms. <laughs> and that was fucking inspirational, his efforts. Well, you, well, you don't need the reach when you just use your mouth and your bloody head. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right off the noggin, away she goes. Um, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, well, it's going to be tough this week because Ramsdale and Pickford have both got a double game week. So I don't know. I'm not sure who I'll put on, but probably Pickford. Yeah, back in the toffees need yeah. results now. Back in. We'll, we'll beat Leicester, and Watford won't have a chance against us. So he's got at least twelve points there. At least. Last question. Sorry, last question before we get into the bullpen. Um, who's winning, Keelan or Amelia? Well, I, I voiced my opinion on on this at about game week four and said Emilio couldn't lose and buck me dead. He shit the bed. <laughs> so... <laughs> And that's the one he's laying in right now. So if you pan back to him, no wonder he's got the doona over him because I think there's a little poo stain in there. After looking at the fixture, I think Keelan has the better run home. So 
I don't know. I'll back the, the fellow Toffee man, and I think Keelan will do it. Here's, sorry, here's one thing I've got to say, though. Um, Keelan actually has Ben, and I believe Ben actually won me the, the my, well, my, my first season actually won me the title, and I'm hoping history repeats itself. Wow, so it could be a curse. Could be a comeback of the curse with Benny reaming a title contender. Hang on a sec. Of course, I couldn't think of a better man to be Keelan. Are you saying, I, you're saying I've got three games left? I thought I had two left because there's a fucking buy in there. <laughs> who's, who's Ben? <laughs> Fuck me. Well, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, he has been uncompetitive against you, hasn't he? So it will be interesting. Imagine if he got the job done for Emilio again. Could be very, very interesting. Um, but we'll get to the previews of the games later on anyway. But uh, let's get to the bullpen. Moo! All right, here we go. Scotty boy, uh, the bullpen at the moment. We've got the Matadors first. So they're the coaches that we think are doing us a job. If there's anything in particular, a coach you really want to just... Chuck in there who's dominated for you or got the job done for you, feel welcome to. But is Pep and Conte in there at the moment? Anyone you want to add there? Lampard. Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck him is in. He's in. Uh, he's got the job done against Manu and Chelsea in crucial games. He's in. He's, a, he's on fire. He's in form. He's got the boys ticking. Just the, just the, even the passion. That's what yeah. we just love to see. We just love seeing he fucking genuinely is just passionate, which is great. I mean, the bloke broke his hand celebrating. by celebrating and not actually yeah. hitting anything. He just squeezed yeah. it that hard. He broke it. So he's in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So Lampard is in. I don't know if he'll stay in for that long. That's going to be an interesting run in the future. But Lampard is in. Then we've got the Bulls. Uh, we talked about before the Bulls. We've got Cancelo, Matip, Ronaldo, Salah, Alexander-Arnold, and Robertson at the moment. Robertson, who just pulled in um, at the expense of Alexander-Arnold. But is there anyone you want to remove or add or promote or anything? Uh, well, I'll be putting in a couple. Oh. Um, the human wall, Pickford, is in. After absolutely stellar performance, like if that's not the best goalkeeping performance of the last two seasons, then I'll eat my own undies. How many points do you? How many points did he score you this week? Ten. Did he he score you ten? (laughs) (laughs) He 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 provided ten. I didn't utilise the 10, but it was still 10. <laughs> okay. Well, look, he's in the bullpen. Did you say you wanted to add another one? Or yes. in the barbed wire? No, in the pen. In the pen. <laughs> I don't get on here enough, Brian, so I need to make the most of it. So I'll have another one in there. And the great man, Danny Welbeck. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> he's, he's coming, he's gone. He's played the last two not games 90 minutes a piece plus whatever extra time, and he's piled in 18 points. Can I can I ask for something? If you're gonna yeah. put Welbeck in there, can I ask you to demote one of the current bulls? 
So um, Alexander Arnold, because that's that's what I'm thinking as well. Alexander yeah. Arnold this week did not score any points at all. So I feel like, and I, I think it's because he hurt his toenail, so he's out. Sounds good. So Alexander Arnold has joined then Richarlison, Yota, Mane, and Jesus in the barbed wire. What about, is there any drop goats? Is there anyone you've seen who's been just dropping, looking for pens and that sort of stuff? At the moment, we got Son, Fernandez, Sterling, Gordon, Michaelenko, and all of the Man United team is on notice. <laughs> um, well, who was, um, who was the... Chelsea forward that Havertz was it Havertz that was getting quite emotional during the game. Yeah, Havertz was having a real tussle with Mina and kept flopping. Yeah, yeah, he he those two, yeah, he um he's in because he tried to milk a couple of mm. dubious calls <laughs> to get Mina off, so he was flopping around, so he's in. If Kizer and Christian are listening, they would be so filthy, I imagine, right at this minute. But I love it. So in the drop go. Yeah, habits. Um, what about yeah. the cow paddock? So again, the ball... He was genuinely flopping around. It was a joke. Yeah, he was. He oh, was... yeah. I, yeah, he was getting real frustrated. Yeah. As I said, composure was lacking for sure. But the cow paddock, we've got Alonzo, Benrama, Saar and Dennis. So the bulls that are growing tits at the moment. Anyone you're feeling needs to be added to that? Um... To be honest, I it's hard for me because I haven't looked really outside my own team. Um, That's okay. Could I make there... could I make a suggestion then? I was looking at the dog food before. The dog food currently has Greenwood, Dina, Maguire, Keane, Fred, and Cash. And I noticed that someone brought Cash into their team this week, mm. and he actually banked six points. Well. So. Maybe we could save him and put him in the cow paddock, RSPCA. Look, uh, I think Cash is a great man, and I think that's a fantastic suggestion, bro. All right, cool. So we'll chuck him in the bullpen. Is there anyone you want to add to the the dog food? Anyone you think is well and truly done and needs to be uh, cut up and chopped up and fed to the animals? Um, Yep, Libramento. Uh, is he a package deal with Benderek or? Uh, oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> they need. They both need a friend. Okay, now. <laughs> wow, that's out there. The back line has got an absolute bowling. All right, well, there we go. The bullpen uh, locked and loaded for another week there. It's getting busy. There's a lot of pens there pretty full, so... Someone needs to come on and cull it uh, over the next two weeks, mm. I think. So um, we could have a look at that um, as we go through there. But let's have a look at worst coach of the week. What they have to know is that, you know, n- none of them are on their own. Um, we win and lose as a team. And the penalty takers are my call. You know, we, we've worked on them in training. Um, that's my decision. You picked the penalty takers worst coach of the week. Yeah, let's um let's get stuck in. It's always, you know, you always look for the most obvious ones. We got Christian with a 27, Kieran with a 26. Benny, even though we won, geez, 34 is a bad win, isn't it? 
Ooh, yuck. So I don't know. There's even is there the possibility of winning and getting first coach of the week? I don't know. We'll have a look. We'll have a look um, and get stuck into it. But if we look at the obvious ones, firstly, kids are as the lowest score, and in that twenty six, I think we said it before. <laughs> he had Diaz with twelve. And then <laughs> he's got fourteen points from the other ten players. So. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to know what his pre-game speech was because it must have really motivated 10 of them. Oh, man. He must have just been thinking, Chelsea are getting the job done over Everton. There's, you know, I'm going to bank at least six points from Alonso. Havertz should hit the score sheet. I'm going to get six or seven there. And then suddenly, you know, he's he's a good chance against Emilio. Just with that result in itself, mm-hmm. um, it might have been a chance. But the fact is, <laughs> they got done. And he's ended up with just poos and wheeze all across the board. Absolutely. Oh, it's, it's yuck. Um, I think the worst thing about it is, like, after, like aside from Diaz, he got off to 12 his points. He also lost to eight players by a big margin, too. Like, it weren't even close. And he had a playing zero, so it's not like... Um... Amati like, conceded too many goals and got a yellow card. Wait, let's see how what he's been doing before I mention him. I suppose Joel Linton, he got 13 points against Norwich away in game week 34. But Jesus Christ, I think you probably add up more of all of the games he played the season, it probably weren't even equal the 26 points which Kieran got. Yeah, he's. um. He's got bad consistency in this area as well, Kizar. Like, this is a regular thing. I was hoping he turned around, and now he's traded out. He lost – he pulled in Doherty, who was scoring his points, and then he got injured and he's out. And then he pulled in Kulisevsky, who was scoring all his points as well, and now he's traded him out. So, uh, And he traded him for Harvey Barnes, who scored zero. So. Yeah, who isn't getting it. You, you have publicly on the pod reamed him about how he's not playing because of this, you know, Europa – league whatever it is um so we knew that going into it as well so he's made a trade that's hurt his team even further so i mean count your lucky stars there emilio it looks like he hasn't even bothered trying and people who aren't trying at the moment it's worth mentioning christian isn't it on 27 points i'm looking at his team right now de bruyne carries it most weeks and he didn't play this week so it just got worse and worse and Sticking with guys like Grealish, two points. We talked about how he, he turned down the Vardy trade and he only scored one. Cody, who he every time he pulls in Cody, he doesn't score for Christian and then he gets rid of him and someone else grabs him and then he does score. So he has this love-hate relationship with Connor Cody um, and it has not worked out for him. Sanchez at least scored points and Zaha, but it's not good. He did... Well, no, he didn't. I was going to say he did field a full team, but he didn't. So De Bruyne didn't play, so he only had 10. So that's not a good sign either. But again, he has, like, I think you called him Duncan, didn't you, uh, two weeks ago, Keelan? So it's getting that way. Um, you know, you keep picking all these Chelsea players that come off the bench. Uh, Chalaba didn't even play. Uh, I think he got replaced by Rudiger, who's not even playing at Chelsea next year. So. Uh, struggle town for old uh, sanction FC. Yeah, so they pulled in. They pulled in Rudiger. <laughs> they pulled in Rudiger. They know he's not playing there next year because they clearly feel like we need to shore up top four. Um, mm. 
they drop Chala before it, and then they lose the evidence, so they still don't get the result mm. either with playing a guy. I don't know. It's a strange one. But nonetheless, 27, 26, they're not good scores, but they both got form for it. Ben, as I said, 34 is a low score, but he got the win. Nick mm. with a 35, but he's got a full playing team. And he did nearly get the result against you as well, Keelan. He was only just off, wasn't he? Um, he fell just short, but again, put Lindelof on the field. So, <laughs> did put Lindelof on the field. Coughing a Lindelof worst coach of the week would be a bit rough, wouldn't it? But mm-hmm. he, he has been worn for a long period of time. What about Chris? 37 points. Again, he's got a full playing team and he at least had someone on the bench playing. So you can't really fault him for that. Obviously, you know, he's got some bad players and bad scores on there, but mm. 37 is better than most. Oh, I think it's going to have to be one of the lowest two. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, I think I'm... Obviously, I've said what I have to say about Kieran, but um, given the recent nature of the worst coach of the weeks, um, Christian would argue that oh if the Bruyne played he could have been like he definitely wouldn't have got like one of the lowest scores because one would have gotten points but you know what he should know that Pep obviously rotates all his plays so I reckon that's a bad judgment call on Christian's behalf and not Pep's and you've got to take it on the chin you've got to take responsibility and in that case I want to give him worst coach of the week because his team made some bad decisions he could have got an extra eight points well, actually, let's say an extra seven if you took Jesus. And then with De Bruyne, again, Pep dropped him. You should be expecting that. That's poor judgment from yourself. And the rest of them, like Grealish, they haven't been in too much. Uh, Ziak, Timo Werner, obviously you put faith in them and they you know, didn't provide. And in the day when a, a football team doesn't perform, who gets the stick? The manager. And that's why I'm voting <laughs> Christian Where's Coach League. Fucking right. That's a long fucking vote. Oh, I don't know. It was fucking in depth analysis. Got that, Christian? You got a vote. Heels. What do you reckon? What's um? Can I just ask what the overall number of worst coaches between Christian and Kieran is so far this year? Yeah. Okay. So worst coach of the week at the moment. Uh, Kieran has two, and Christian has two as well. Hmm. Considering, you know, there was a Chris period there. What's that? Chris has three. I just thought I'd bring that up. Oh, fuck. That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, look, you know, the lowest score here and there, 26. Uh, but he's got a full 11 playing at least is looking at his side. Um, I've got to sanction Christian further with a worst coach of the week. <laughs> You can't resemble Duncan and be that shit down the bottom there. Had an opportunity to beat Ben if he was better. I don't think Kieran could have done much more to win his game. Christian could have won his game with better coaching. Okay, I see where you're going with that. For me, I was going to say he's, with 10 players, he's at least outscored Kieran with 11. Like that in itself is not Mm -hmm. good. Um, And Kieran letting down a lot of people by not really being competitive against top of the ladder Mm -hmm. in crunch time you know, of the season, um, I thought it was pretty bad. But the tribe has spoken. Two votes to Christian gets him 
worst coach of the week this week. So you pick the penalty takers and they have not come through with the goods. In particular, I think, you know, guys like Mope in the past have been garbage for him and so on as well. So, um, yep, Christian, bad luck. Um, you're resembling Duncan. You need to turn it around. Pick up, you know, pick up the phone at the wedding and start doing some work and, uh, and lift, yeah. please. You need to lift. It's just it's endless reasons, endless reasons, you know. The wedding, the wedding tonight, just too many I just, want to, I just want to know who you're going to vote, Brian. I was going to vote Kieran. I thought Kieran's team against top of the ladder, he had to do more. I want to see okay, people well, coming to rise against uh, the top teams. Well, since we've got a fourth member now. Fucking Werribee's joined us again. Let's see, let's see who Scott wants to vote for worst coach. Just a couple, of, a couple of little technical issues there, fellas. We, we battled through when we're back. <laughs> Mate, back in. I just about put something through the window, so anyway. <laughs> the gentleman of the, um, of the audience, I'm potentially sure if there's any ladies there tuning in. We have uh, Scott, he's just joined us all the way from Uru. Um, and Scott, who is your vote for West Coach of the Week and why? Um... After that nice introduction, Alma, I think it'd have to be you for uh, having too many donuts on the field and um, dogging Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the final standings were Christian with two votes, so he won worst coach of the week. Kieran got one, and uh, Emilio, you also got a vote there for worst coach of the week. So. <laughs> <laughs> after such a nice uh, reintroduction to the pod uh, for Scotty. Oh, man, so rough. But, uh, yeah, Christian, hey, well, well-deserved, as uh, Keeler would say. Hey, Scott, mate, you can drive back to Alice Springs now and fly the fuck out of there. <laughs> 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 you can fuck off back to Glasgow as well. <laughs> uh, Derby. <laughs> Derby, thank you. <laughs> It's, it, no, wait, it's actually Dorbados. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that, that got emotional. Um, wow. Jesus. All right. Well, let's. We talked about the people who did a poor job. How about we have a look at the team of the week? <laughs> let's have a look at the team of the week, uh, boys. Um, this week, represented by Rebel. So, Rebel Sport Team of the Week. Um, starting off with the goalkeepers, as usual, I'll run through them. So first up, we had Allison managing to get the job done with nine points, getting the starting spot. He walked into Rebel, went straight over to the sports equipment section. He went straight to the football and went, yeah, I'm getting myself a brand new soccer ball. You better believe it. Brand spanking new one, top of the line, match quality, went bought nine of them. And then Martinez walked in there and said, I'll do the same thing. I'm on the bench, but... I can't afford as many as Allison, and actually I'll get the slightly lower quality ones um, that aren't quite match match ready and I'll have seven of them. Uh, and he did his job and walked off as well. So they were pretty happy. They walked out with plenty of balls each. Allison, obviously the better quality ones there. Losing, moving on to the back line and Scotty, your boys are very well represented here in the back line. Um, walk us through that one. Yeah, they uh, they did very well, and uh, you know when you just uh, go down and you gonna have a just a little hit of tennis, and you go down and, and pick out a nice can of new balls, and you uh, break that seal and pop it open and get that little wisp of air and that nice smell, 
Well, these boys went down there and they've cashed in on a few nice uh, tennis balls here. Diaz with 12. Uh, my boys, Gabrielle, 11. And uh, Tellez with the 12 as well. A very, uh, very strong backline. It is pretty good. Who snuck into the bench of the backline, actually? Uh, oh, and obviously my uh, my other boy that um, Elmo just threw to the, uh, to the scrap heap in uh, Robertson. So Robertson made it nice, just just the six tennis balls there, but they were uh, nice tennis balls. I like that a lot. I tell you what, if you don't have your nose pressed to that seal when you open it, you're doing something wrong. Oh. You smell that brand new ball spell. You just needed to take that top bit of your fringe up as it uh, gravitates towards the uh, sky. Oh, buddy, love it. Well, let's have a look at the midfield. Um, Keelan, I'll let you walk through the midfield. Let's have a look at the midfield here. When when you think Rebel Sport, I think surfboards. Uh, So this is what the midfield... (laughs) I can surf. (laughs) Rebel's pulling the pin on this, if that's what you're going with. (laughs) Oh, fuck, I'm struggling to continue after that. Um, <laughs> uh, Trossard went in there now. He's uh, he's quite the surfer, I'm told, but uh, he went in not just for his surfboard, but he actually went in for some floaties because he's actually not very good at surfing and he falls off quite a fair bit. So in order to get back to his board, he had to get himself eight floaties because he does pop a few, blowing them up before he goes back out onto the, onto the surf there and... Uh, Foden and Rodrigo, I mean, fucking Rodrigo, a defensive mid, like that is genuinely like someone going into Rebel and being excited about getting a surfboard, seeing Rodrigo get nine points. I mean, fuck me. Cool, uh, Levski, I think he played 20 minutes and got eight, eight points. Uh, on the bench there, Fernandez. Now, I've left one to last. Um, Fucking son, it's a bit disrespectful to refer him to a surfboard. Um, but uh, fucking 19 points, he's taking the piss. Is he the highest scoring player yet? Has he overtaken Salah? No idea, to be honest. He obviously packs in big scores, but uh, he started, I think, a little bit slower, injured and stuff like that, so I'm not sure. Do, uh, do Korea have beaches? <laughs> yeah. South Korea, where are you from? I mean, he's not only... He's good that features. He says he tidal waves, doesn't he? Like tsunamis. Yeah. <laughs> That's the midfield. They've done a very good effort. They've used some gift vouchers at Rebel as well. So. <laughs> they use gift vouchers. <laughs> All right. Get your gift vouchers at Rebel Sport. Uh, how about the forward line, Emilio? Talk us through the forwards. What are they going and getting from Rebel Sport? Okay, so when we think of the forward line, we think of, you know, some of the highest point scorers. And speaking of highest point scorers, we're heading straight over to the basketball section, where we've got some fantastic offers going on there, especially with the NBA playoffs going off. I will um, fucking leave you soon. And some cheap uh, cheap uh, Houston gear as well, I heard, <laughs> on clearance. Um, so if you head over to the, the basketball section, we've got some great offers on sale. Um, so we have... 20% off if your team has exited the playoffs in the first round. So the Timberwolves jerseys and the Nets jerseys, they're flying. 20% off completely. And because we're so generous, if your team did make it through, we're still going to work on the 10% off. So Boston Celtics, looking brilliant. They need to get Jason Tatum on the back. 
And also, Memphis Grizzlies with your man Jamalan on the back, who's arguably one of the most been one of the most influential players this year. He's far too good to most improve. But yeah, and that's what I'm, that's that's all I've got to say at the moment in terms of that. Just get on down. Um, the the Irvin and Durant jerseys they're flying off the shelves. <laughs> that's all I've got to say. But moving back, to did the someone jersey. fucking mute him? <laughs> <laughs> I'll move back to the week. Um, a surprise selection. Danny Warbeck has just come back from the dead. Oh, what a man. Completely. Oh, 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 like, yeah, 11 points. Um, he's been playing very well. Deserves to be there. And then my man, uh, Ollie Watkins. Uh, he's better than Danny Ings. Um, he's great in the team. Got himself a goal and some bonus points. And then uh, Richarlison making uh, a substitute appearance there. He's uh, scored a very key goal for the, the Blues in their... Uh, Quest to stay up, and um, again, he deserves a spot on the bench there as well. Um, yep, just make sure you get your NBA jerseys and make sure you get the discount code. Correct. Thank you. <laughs> I like how you brought up Welbeck back from the dead. He should be in the Easter team of the week that we had a few weeks ago. Uh, literally, <laughs> but um, nonetheless, uh, yeah, pretty solid team. 117 points is not that high in comparison to some of the scores we've had of recent, so not like the highest scoring round by any means. Um, it was a 3-5-2 set because that was most popular. Emilio, you had two. Scotty had four. Kizer had one. Chris, two. I had three. Alex, one. And Keelan, two. So a couple of couple of teams missing out there as well. Um, no surprises there with uh, um, Christian not making it in. Obviously being the worst coach of the week. And I think Nick missed out this week as well. So a um, couple of those boys missing out, saving me a screenshot, which is always appreciated. Um, awesome. So there's the team of the week. Let's keep moving on then and uh, have a look at the previews. Yeah, let's review the game, boys, for next week. A big week of double game weeks, it looks like. It starts on Sunday, well, Saturday night, 12 a.m., the Sunday morning there. Um, plenty of games that go over Monday and Wednesday as well. And then there's just double game weeks galore, another like eight games all the way till the Friday morning or something, having a look at it. So plenty going on there. The first game we want to have a look at, though, uh, we got D's for Ben, uh, Chris's team at Loftus Road hosting Christian's team, Frozen Assets, Sale in 10th position. So 6th versus 10th, another egg and spoon game, really, isn't it? There is nothing on the mm-hmm. line here at all. Um, yeah, Loftus Road gives Chris a good look, 6th place, and Christian has absolutely stopped trying, hasn't he? Um, but his players like De Bruyne, if they get minutes, will not have stopped trying, that's for sure. So they've obviously got a big match um, in the Champions League coming up tomorrow morning, but then no doubt after that, he'll get a good look in at at least one of those two games they've got against Newcastle and Wolves. So good little sniff there for Christian. Um, Chris looks like he's given up as well a bit there, but um, Kiels, what's the wind has got on that one for us? Yes, let's, uh, let's go to the uh, fucking Leafy over there at the printer. Leafy, mate, put the Rebel Sport fucking catalogue down. He's, he's photocopying surfboards for some reason. What the fuck are you photocopying the catalogue for? Just shove the fucking paper in. Okay, thank you. We've got it. And uh, fuck me, it's um, surfboards you can pick up from 55, $59.99. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Okay, so Leafy's at it again. Good to hear the wind beers. It's an egg and spoon anyway, so do we really need to know? Probably not. 
The next game, we've got a party like a Klopp star, currently in third position with the home game at the Bunsen Burner, taking on Amazon Prime and 69. Alex's team still in ninth position, even though their scoring has um, increased quite a bit of late. So big danger game. I mean, Ben, we said, is still a mathematical chance of winning, but I don't give him much of a look of winning the league. Third against ninth, it's a huge danger game. Actually, I'm not sure he's going to get the job done here. His team is a bit off the boil. Um, I'm not sure who's Liverpool got in these these two games. Do we know? This... Uh, Tottenham's one of them, I think. Spurs. And... They got Spurs and Villa. Spurs yeah. and Villa. So, I mean, Liverpool has to keep winning. Ben needs a couple of those players like Madip to score his points for him. Ronaldo is always, you know, he's scoring a lot of points for him of late as well but they've only got the one game. So they're one of the few teams that only has one game. So big danger game, I reckon, for him. Alex's team, on the other hand, he's made a couple of moves. Got a couple of City players in there still. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm thinking it's going to be close. But, Scotty, what's your thoughts? What's the Wimby's got for us? Uh, well, when you take into uh, consideration the last two game weeks, um, Alex has outscored Ben. Um, on both occasions, it's uh, it's alarm bells are ringing for Benjamin, and uh, just having a look at the wind beers, <laughs> and it is 55 45 to Alex. Wow, thank you very much. Yeah, it's the wind machine just started the intro to the final countdown there, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe it has. I don't know. We might find out next one. But uh, the next game we got is another egg and spoon, or maybe not egg and spoon. As uh, some, you know, some people are still picking the top half finishes and so on. But uh, we got Silas and Nick's team at Goat Park in seventh position, uh, taking on the B team. Your team, Scotty, in fifth position. There, Nick's team is a bit all over the shop. Sometimes they're up in the forties and the 50s, and other times they just dropped right back into the 30s. And look, he's one of those guys, I think, who um, his goal difference isn't too bad, like in the 600s and so on, but um, his fixturing has been a bit unlucky at times as well. He's lost a few close ones there. Um, Scotty, your, your goal difference is better. you got more points on the board. Uh, everything's coming up Millhouse at the moment. What do you think um, your chances are this week? Yeah, I think we're solid. I think I, I'm mathematically still a chance to finish third. So every this is crucial. Every win's crucial now. Um, so for the champions so, next year. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's there. So I've got a few double game weekers this week. Gabrielle, um, or two, um, Tottenham boys. Robertson gets a double. Pickford a double. Um, Pookie a double. Oh, look out, Pookie. Oh, boy. And, um, yeah, I think I've just got too much firepower. All right. Well, I'll go check the wind beers. Leafy just putting in the uh, paper at the moment. Yeah, there it comes back. Uh, it is a 60-40 swing your way, Scotty, at the moment. So the B team, uh, 60-40 favourites there, according to the wind beers. Uh, happy with that one. Beautiful. Next Happy game, um, Lone Bowling Ball FC at Shite Heart Lane taking on Solitarius Lupus. Your boys, Keelan, there. 
Look, Kizza might have thrown the towel based on this week's results. Um, he doesn't have those same Kulisevsky and guys like that scoring points for him. So he's got a bit to do. Um, Chelsea, who are they playing? I guess that's a big question because, um, you know, he's got Wolves and Leeds. Well, look, he could bank some points in the back line. Havertz might flop around and get some points there. That's where he's, I see his points coming from. What about your team, Keels? What do you reckon? I'll have 11 double game weekers. Um, so I'll, I'll come to play. But Kizu is not one that will... He likes to beat me. Uh, he'll be putting 11 double game weekers on the field, I would have thought. So um, I've continued to back in my Everton boys, even though they got crucified a few weeks ago and laughed at that I had him in my side. But Gordon and Richarlison and even Calvert Lewin, if we're putting the ball in the net, it's almost a guarantee one of those three is involved. So I'll keep banking points and be at the top of the table. All right. So, Scotty, do you have the windies then on that game? Big game. Uh, yeah, I do, Brian. Um, hang on. I'll just give the machine a bit of a knock. And it is. Uh, 70 30 kilo. Oh, 70 30 kilos. If it was that R2D2 on May the 4th, uh, be with you today, or fuck, I thought it was the crazy frog. And then the last game, probably the biggest game. Um, we've talked about Emilio staining the sheets and he, he's struggling at the moment, but um. A big game for him, Bin Salman FC, my boys, fourth position at the Saudi Embassy, taking on Emilio's team, Scouse variant. Um, I'll have all double game weekers. It sounds like he'll have all double game weekers as well. Spurs with a bit of a tough run. So that's, you know, my power play is always the uh, the Son Kane matchup there and, and them joining together. So that might be a bit of a worry for me if they can't get the job done there. Um and Emilio having the Liverpool players we said before could be a big one for him um, getting the job done as well, depending if they all play Alexander-Arnold. They've now got a Champions League final they'll have to prepare for, but they are still trying to win the league at the same time. They've got a lot going on um, to get the job done. But they're still going for four trophies or something, so it's something ridiculous that they're trying to achieve here. Um, will they be rotating the squad? That's the big question. And same with City. Uh, back in Zinchenko, so I'm hoping he's the one who's going to get a bit of minutes for them while they rotate the squad, but we'll see how that one unfolds. Um, the, uh, the, the Spurs-Liverpool game will be pivotal in this clutch. Massive. Yeah, Massive. totally Big agree. Mm. Not just for the Premier League title, but for Emilio's chances as well. So massive, massive matchup there. Kiels, uh, do you have the win beers for that one? Uh, yeah, I mean, look what you've done, Scotty. Leafy's over at the machine fucking downloading <laughs> theme songs, uh, things for the printer. Uh, we just want paper in the fucking machine. And where, where the fuck is Chris's bloody report? Uh, what's his name again? The, um, the scout. He's fucking scout. Where's he gone? But, uh, coffee, anyway, coffee fuck me. Uh, no, it's 50-50 this one. <laughs> 50-50-50, coin toss. Well, look, that's the preview for the game week. Uh, there is something else I need to bring up, and that was last week we had our last Champions League group game matches, um, which was... Oh, oh can I go? 
<laughs> Scouse variant took on Party Like a Cop Star, and Scouse variant got the job job done there, forty three to thirty four. So Emilio getting the win, and Solitarius Lupus had been Salmon FC, and I beat your mod there, Keelan, uh, fifty three to your thirty nine. Was it or whatever it was? Um, so we had after the four games played, only the top two get to go through to the final. Keelan, Emilio, and I all ended on two wins, and Benny had zero and three in the Champions League. So not a great result for his boys <laughs> in their first outing of the Champions League, losing all <laughs> But two and one record. So it went down to goal difference, um, who went through to the final. Keelan had the best goal difference, uh, 162 from the three games. And then Emilio had four better goal difference than me to get through to the final. Ooh. So 155 and I was 151. So literally four goal difference a difference. That, that Fernandez missed penalty has really cost you. Oh, yeah, it definitely has. So that's um, pretty dirty with that one. But nonetheless, so that means a Keelan versus Emilio final is in order, but we're going to do that in the last game week so that, that uh, hopefully the, the title is up for grabs as well as the Champions League all on the same last game. We also had the Mardo Bet Cup. It was semi-final week. Bin Salmon FC, my boys took on Silothan, got the job done, so through to the final. And uh, Scouse variant, beating party like a cop star Ben as well there um, to get through to the final. So Emilio is currently in the Champions League final, the Mato Bet Cup final, and he's also on top of the league at the moment. So a big chance to win them all. Um, also a possibility of losing all three or oh. if not one or two of them at least. So it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out where the Mato Bet Cup will do when it's not big double game weeks, making a more even 11, you know, 10 game competition or whatever um, to see how that one un- unfolds as well. So probably the the penultimate game um, of the season, we'll, we'll do the Mato Bet Cup there. Um, but yeah, that thank fuck, um, thank fuck Elmo went to sleep. Otherwise, mm. we wouldn't near the end of it. This will go for another half an hour. Oh, uh, yeah. Imagine, you know, I'm hoping he has a listen back now and just sees all the little uh, parts we picked him while he's been out. But also, uh, yeah, the amount of cups that he's still a part of and could win. Imagine if Liverpool managed to win four trophies this season and he then pulls off three in a fantasy league. You'd never hear the end of it. Oh, oh no, I wouldn't hear the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> My word. Especially when you go on your lunch dates and stuff. Ah, oh, fuck him. I don't go on lunch with him. Yeah, I can too much time with that rat today. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, that um that brings us into the, the pod. Is there any any final words though you would want to uh, mention? Um, no, it's been a pleasure. It's been too long since the last one, and uh, probably the best pod of the season, no doubt. <laughs> um, I just did a quick Google. Uh, <laughs> greatest the greatest chokes in the history of sport. Got number one there, Greg Norman. Number two, Yana Novotna. Number three, have a look at this. England penalty takers. Turin, 1990. Wembley, 1996. St. Etienne, 1998. It hasn't even included the Euros in there, but uh, number four, Emilio Jahal, EPL Fantasy. Well, okay. Well, let's see how this one unfolds. Uh, 
as I said, three games left. It's a huge game week in the uh, in the outcome um, with how this goes. But uh, love your work, guys. Enjoy and uh, catch you later. Southgate Fantasy League Podcast.